You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we're starting our stopwatch at 15 minutes. And I think today's topic is, uh, it's going to help a lot of golfers. I know it certainly it, it's a, a personal topic for both of us because we both struggled with it and, and have issues with it. But I think the idea, like we all know how good it is in the golf swing to have rotation. Um, it's, it's like the hot word the last few years in golf swing, you know, more and more and more rotation. And what that's turned out to be, and we see it every day given lessons, is golfers are doing that, trying to do that. They're hurting themselves trying to do that in many cases, and they're hurting their golf swing in a lot of cases of kind of throwing everything out in the hunt for more rotation. And if you're a golfer like we are who's got some uh, back issues, that becomes very difficult to do, and it's often going to be in with you popping a bunch of Advils at the end of the lesson or the, at the end of the round of golf. And it doesn't have to be that way. That's the cool part. Yeah. I think the more we look at swings and high end swings using gears and, and some of the other 3d um, analysis tools we have like K vest, you know, it's the best players really, they don't really get as open as even you, you would think. Like, I think the, the, the trend now is to think you have to, they, everyone says you have to get wide open by impact. But, you know, we see some of the best players in the world in pretty tight windows with reference to hip rotation and the way they're doing it. And Mike and I were just looking at this a few minutes ago. The way they're actually doing it, especially let's talk about impact, um, very similar, right? We say, oh, there's, everybody swings it differently and this and that, but the pelvis moves in a very tight windows, wouldn't you say? No, 100%. So you're not, there's not a million ways to swing it. Um, there's not a million different matchups. Right? When you start looking at the individual body segments, and, and especially the pelvis, there's not a lot of ways that thing moves in really good golf swings. Now, you and I moving the pelvis the same way is going to look different because we have different body shapes. We have different sizes, different speeds that we're going to be moving. But the movement of the pelvis is going to be very similar if we move it well. And you can you can move it bad in a lot of ways and have it look different, but once you start moving these segments, you know, you got the pelvis, you got the torso and the arms, you move those within these tight corridors of movement. You have a lot of room in there for the swing to look different, even though these core fundamental movements are all pretty tightly together. Yeah. The, the more I, the more I teach over the years, you know, the more I, obviously I look at setup a lot, you know, the, the better you get as a teacher, I think you start looking at the simple things a lot more. I look at grip and setup a lot more. And I look at how they're moving their, their hips or pelvis. You know, I might look at them on gears or even, or even on K-Vest and, and start to look and see like, okay, this golfer comes in thinking they have a, a problem swinging 
you know, where the club is swinging, but what they don't realize is what they've done with the lower body is put them in such a bad spot that that's all they can do is, is swing the club poorly, especially when it comes to just like getting to the top of the swing and fire. I, I get this all the time in lessons, you know, I'm trying to fire the hips more. I need to fire the hips more. And, and a lot of times that's the last thing they need. Um, they need the other kind of fundamental fundamental movements of the pelvis, which allows the hips to get open the right amount and at the right time. And, you know, they might see on video, oh, look, look at this ex-PGA, you know, PGA Tour golfer. Look how he fires the hips. Well, that player, you don't know what he's really doing with his lower body. You might see something on video, but the way he's getting there might be totally different than you're trying to do. And probably the last thing that really good players are trying to do are fire the hips because it tends to get the club so far behind him, wouldn't you say? Uh, I don't think there's any question about that, and especially if you talk to him. Uh, we we all like rotation in the swing, but like you said, trying to fire certain things, especially when you're talking about the downswing and that quarter of a second downswing, so much of that undermines what you're doing with the club that it winds up not mattering down by the ball because you're going to have to undo and stall and stand up and do all kinds of weird stuff if you've done all that at the sake of the club. Yeah. So before I forget, didn't mean to cut you off. I was looking at, I think I was looking at a McElroy swing, uh, on, on our, on a gear system. And I was comparing it to my swing and he, he gets more open than me to impact slightly more, but he's less open about halfway down, which that ties into what we're talking about. It's like, I'm right. I was trained into doing that when I was a kid to fire the hips, you know, and some of that stuff still lingers as you play golf your whole life. And, um, you know, I'm still learning stuff every single day, looking at these great players and how they move. And that was, you know, to me, that was like, okay, that makes sense. He's more open at impact, but he's moving his hips in a way that, that like the timing of when that happens is helping him more than it's helping me. All right. So now, now we're going to get off on a little bit of a tangent. Okay. Okay. Um, what you said there, what you touched on, is such an important point. We've done this probably with 15 different golfers. And what we've done is we've taken a PGA tour player, many times a major winner or a top 10 player, multiple uh, winner out there. So a really good, not, not just a one year and done type golfer who still a really good golfer, but we're talking about more household names. And then we've compared them to an amateur golfer with roughly the same body build, same um, age, same length of swing. So we're kind of pairing as close as we can apples to apples. And we've we've rolled them both to the top and then started them down. And without exception, one was close, but still without exception, all of the amateurs are more open early than the pros. That's interesting. Now, think about that. These amateurs are fine. They're doing what they're trying to do. They're firing their hips. They're firing the torso. They, you know, you don't have to spend very much time online to figure out that's the instant way to play golf, right? Fire your hips, fire the body, get more open. Just turn, 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 turn. It's they're so, all doing that. So bad. It's so bad for that. They're all golfer. more open than the pros halfway down at impact. It's a different story. The pros are all more open because the club was in a better spot starting the downswing. Mm-hmm. They were encouraged then, and really, I don't know what a better word for encourage would be, but they're really beneficial for them 
to rotate later in the golf swing. Incentivized. When they're not trying to is that a good get word? incentivized. There you go. <laughs> when they're not trying to push off late and do all that lateral motion late and all those things. So you have one idea that produces more rotation early in the downswing, which doesn't help you hit the ball. And then one idea is more rotation, more open at impact, which has a significant positive impact on your golf shot. Yeah. And I'm going to take that one step further, you know, looking at a lot of these pelvis movement graphs and this kind of nerdy stuff for nerdy golf pros like Mike and I, <laughs> we, we like look at this stuff, but you know, when, when I put, let's say, uh, I've been working on my swing lately and if I, I put the K vest on and just the pelvis sensor. And what I, you know, what I notice, and you know, what I, what you start to learn by using these measurement devices is, if I put my pelvis in a good spot laterally at impact, so I, you know, a little bit of slide to the left, which everyone's seems like that's a four letter word in golf nowadays, but every good golfer slides it's the, the pelvis. new S word, yeah, slides the pelvis <laughs> to the left. Once you do that and get some tilt to the pelvis, so the left side gets higher than the right, and then also at at that time in the downswing the pelvis is actually tucking underneath a little bit and that's kind of hard to explain on a podcast but if you can think of arching your back it's the opposite of arching your back it's kind of tucking your pelvis under you so if you if you have some slide to the left and you tuck your pelvis under you the way the pelvis works is that it actually opens up basically on its own at that point let's come back to this okay okay this is the point we're going to make at the end and we're going to have everybody do this stand up and do it okay Hopefully you're not driving. If you're driving, wait till you get home. Yeah, don't, do, don't wanna, do that. Don't you do and that. I both just did it, and that's what we want everybody to do because you're going to be pretty surprised by it. Yeah. So back to the to the injuries. So most golfers, and we we work with a lot of, and I always say we're fortunate to work with a lot of older golfers. Absolutely. Some of some of my most favorite clients are the guys who've been around the block, who've tried everything, who who remember when Ben Hogan was teaching. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, just guys who have seen it all, done it all, and they're always kind of, most of them think that they're, the rotation bus has left, has left the uh, station because they're older now mm-hmm. and they can't rotate. Or the guys who have had some significant back injuries because it's not comfortable just to fire the hips when you have a poor back or when you don't have much rotation. You and I both have dealt with some back injuries. What, where is the state of your back right now, relative to what we're talking about? That kind of lower back. I've got a herniated disc in my L five S one. So I had, you know, I've had a couple MRIs done. It's always pretty much the same story. So I've pretty much have lived with constant back pain since I was about seventeen years old. Really, just um, comes and goes in good days and bad days, but it's always lingering there. Is there one specific? I mean. Mine was L4 and 5, and I had to have uh, the, the fusion done, and I've got all the screws in my back. And it was before that, it was always anything kind of wedge-ish or putting, that kind of posture was really kind of the, the thing that really burned my my back and my, my nerves down my legs. Is yeah. that the same with you? Uh, yeah, well, so, again, learned a lot over the years. You know, I was taught to set up with my back arched, you know, hmm through the years and it's just instead of having more of a neutral pelvis position which we teach now and makes and and it really does affect you know how you set that pelvis at address affects every single thing you do in the swing 
and it's better now that I know what I'm supposed to be doing with it. Um, but you know, setting up with my maximum arch to my back, which is what I thought I was supposed to be doing, pretty much ruined it even more than it already was. Yeah. I was taught the, um, the linebacker. Oh setup. yeah. Yeah. The athletic really, stance. It's so like, opposite. yeah, like you could pour water in that, that, uh, cup in your back yeah. there in the lower back. Yeah. That, so that will hurt you. We have every reason not to be rotated in the golf swing. You and I, mm-hmm. and we're not alone. There's a lot of golfers that have are in way worse shape than we are. Uh, but we both can get a decent amount open. I'm, you're, you're in the high 30s. I'm in the low 30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a number of players in our, in our gears database here who've won multiple times out on the PGA Tour who are under 30 degrees open with their pelvis. So certainly in the range enough where that's not keeping us from playing, uh, winning the Masters and U.S. Open, that particular skill's not. Other skills are keeping yeah. us from winning those tournaments, but not that skill. I mean, we could so, go on and on about just the pelvis. That's how important it is. But before I forget, you know, some of you that let's say you're able to get 60 degrees, 60 degrees open, I would say that's probably you're doing something incorrectly with the way you're moving it to even be able to do that because you want to be transferring energy out into the club. The, the pelvis actually starts decelerating about halfway into the downswing. So if you're, yeah. you're moving it in a way that you can open it that much. And I know Mike has worked with a lot of LPGA tour players. And wouldn't you say they just over rotate? Uh, we've seen one high eighties. Yeah. I mean, so how are they, the, the ability to transfer energy into the club at that point yeah. is very difficult. Yeah, it's very difficult. And you know, there's anything, too much of anything a lot of times can be bad. Almost like there, every there's time. There's a pretty good window. Yeah, there's a good window. If you're in that, I would even say for most golfers walking the planet, if you're in that, gosh, it's a big window, say 20 to 45 degree range, you're going to be crisscrossing and overlapping with some of the best players to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. No, no doubt. There are a few outliers on both ends of that. But you're gonna you're gonna crisscross and overlap a lot of great players if you're in that range, and especially when you're talking about the lower half of that range. That is so doable for more golfers than they realize, in a large part because of what we want to talk about here. All right, let's get them so, to do it. Okay, so you want you want me to walk you through it? Yeah, or go I'll ahead. try to explain it. Uh, okay, yeah, so, go ahead. Okay, so let's have you stand up and take your. Uh, posture just like if you're holding a seven iron yeah maybe cross your arms over your chest or something yeah and what you want to do you want to have level hips just normal posture and you want to kind of imagine your shoulder line staying parallel to your target line okay so you don't want to twist the shoulders move them around we're going to isolate the shoulders as much as we can all right so from that arms crossed um just normal address posture i want you to tuck your hips in what would you say about seven, eight degrees, about half of what you set up with? Yes. Yep. Okay. Tuck them under a little so, bit. Yeah. You're going to tuck your hips under and you're going to make your left hip. After you do that, then you're just going to tilt your hips. You're going to make your left hip higher than your right hip. If you're a right-handed golfer. Yeah. And it's okay to bump them to the left when you do that, obviously. Yep. Yep. But, but by keeping the shoulders still square to the target line. So we're not even talking about open shoulders and any benefits you get from that. That, for me, opened my hips, just tucking them and tilting them, keeping my shoulders square, opened my hips roughly 30, 35 degrees. Yep. Sean did it and you got the same thing. 100%. I did it with K-Vest, actually. So that's us 
and you not trying to turn, but you've, you've tucked or in 3d terms, you have the proper Bands. bend yeah, and then side bend. Yeah. It's like that action alone, when you put the joints in the right place, will allow you, will rotate basically, will, will cause yep. the pelvis to start rotating or, or it contribute to it rotating. Yep. Instead so of you that a firing try. the hips. Absolutely. You can, again, you've always got rotation, bend, and side bend. You always have those three in every combination of movements we make throughout the entire golf swing. You can't do one and leave the other two alone. If you do two, especially in this case, there's a good chance the third one's going to come along with you. It's just not so, talked about enough. I mean, is it just, just telling people to rotate and leave so much out. It's just because that's what golfers will do. It's just They'll too just simplified. Rotate. If you do the other two motions with the pelvis, the rotation is not, I mean, everybody can rotate, everybody can rotate really. You can, I mean, you just twist, right? There's way more to it than that. We hope that talking about it at a little bit of a higher level just will make the light bulb go off, especially if you've been struggling. And you know, we've, we've talked about this a number of times since we've met use 3d, which is a while golfers, the average golfer, not talking about tour players, the average golfer, doesn't have a problem with rotation. They have a problem with tilting and bending. And the bends. They don't know how to do yep. the other two. They just have never yep. been even told. That's exactly right. So give that a try. Hopefully you're going to see the same same amount that we saw be somewhere close to it. And that will should turn a light bulb on for you that get those bends and side bends in order coming in the downswing. Your rotation is going to be pretty darn good. Yes, Sean, sir. anything we need to cover before we head out? No, but if you're enjoying this, please uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. That uh, helps us out and lets more golfers find the podcast, which is what we're trying to do, help as many golfers as we can. Awesome. Guys, thanks a lot. We'll see you on the next one.